Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Just a super quick announcement before we get into episode 51, the part three of the God's Eye Crew's fight against the Fiend. Just wanted to say that this will be the last episode for 2023. I'm going to take a little bit of a short break for the rest of December. Um, and we'll be back at it in January with more God's Eye and more Faerun 4 and some other stuff too. And I just wanted to say thank you for listening to us. We really, really do appreciate uh, everybody who gives us a chance. Um, and chances are if you're listening to this, you've probably listened to a few other episodes. So thank you very much. Um, and uh, you know, to everybody who chats with us in the Discord and sends us... Um, uh, a message every now and then or leaves us a rating or review or even if you don't do any of those things and you're just listening along i want you to know that i really really we all really appreciate it um so yeah that's all that i wanted to say i hope you have a safe and happy holidays and whatever you're doing for the new year i hope that you have a great time and i hope that um i hope that you find a magic lamp and that you get a genie that does allow you to wish for unlimited wishes that is how much I appreciate you. That's like, that is the good stuff that I want coming your way. Anyways, that's enough for me. Let's get back to this fight with Thaddeus, Gutterbird, Chai, Serial, Thane, Basil, uh, and I'm sure there's some other people in there too. Now get to the good part. Yeah, we're going to jump right into it. So last time that we played, there was a continuation of a fight with Chai, Gutterbird, Thaddeus, Serial, Basil, The Fiend, a bunch of The Fiend's minions, The Prince, some of The Prince's followers, and a horned devil who is flying around terrorizing them. Um, oh yeah, and the Hag Coven who had been previously <laughs> disguised as the Summer Queen's advisors. Uh, yeah, one of them was defenestrated, wasn't she? Except for the, there were no windows. <laughs> yes. Um, so Gutterbird has had a miraculous turn and has a brand new patron. Thaddeus dispatched the Hag Coven with ruthless efficiency, even while under the effects of the confusion spell. Um, with, and some of the, some of the fiends minions had also fallen. As of now, there's only, uh, three left of the original five. One is seriously injured and things are starting to go the other way. However, when we last left this whole scene, this whole fracas, the Fiend is getting desperate and is going after Chai's friend, Basil, in an effort to convince Chai to give up the stone because it's been secreted away to another plane of existence by way of a great use of um, Leoman's... Is that what it's called? Leoman's secret chest? The Fiend has really no way of getting it back. And so what he's doing is threatening Basil's life in exchange for the stone. And at the same time, the fight against the Horned Devil between 
that fiend and the prince and the prince's men has taken its toll on the prince who came crashing through the southern wall, his griffin mount uh, either severely wounded or dead, and him severely wounded and asking for Chai's help. Chai, who as of now is, I think, still in dinosaur form. Correct. Right. So literally caught in between two allies who are on the cusp of death, we now turn to Thaddeus to decide what to do. Now, I, uh, the great thing is, is I knew exactly what I wanted to do on my turn at the end of last session. I was a little bummed I didn't get a chance to do it. But I've measured everything out. And if I move my full movement towards the center of the fracas, and then I use a bonus action to Misty Step... I appear directly in front of that stupid devil wing on our map. I go right there. And I still have my action. Are you just going behind the fiend? So, uh, now that this, based on the way that the markers are laid out, that is kind of essentially what I'm doing is I'm going on the opposite side of the fiend as Basil. So essentially, like, if it if it winds up that ba- he's holding Basil, like, kind of like hostage situation with a 9mm to his temple and, like, holding him like that, I would appear behind him. Actually, I think I was wrong. It looks like there's only one of his uh, Maragon minions left on the map. Yeah, yes. I believe so. And that was the one that just came in from outside, I believe. The one that is up on there. Uh, or was that the arrow guy? I think he's, the he's arrow just been guy. popping people with a crossbow. Got it. Yeah, he's just been a little crossbowy dick. I couldn't remember if he was the one that teleported into my mouth. No, <laughs> that, oh, that was awesome. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you ate. You, I ate, ate the other one. Got yeah, it. You, okay. ate, you ate that one. Got it. Just checking. So, Tim, for the for our own visuals, I think essentially what happens is it's kind of like this now. Because he's using Basil to, like, show Chai that there's... You gotta pick this or that. And I'm icing one of them. Right? Did he move him? I don't know. Based on the way Tim described it oh, visually, like that's kind it. of what I would say oh. like he lifted the, him up and turned him towards yeah. me got it oh that's fine that would, yeah sure okay yeah that's so, kind of what I imagine the visual stance being is it's Basil's on one side I'm on the other so for for the listeners then yes the fiend the fiend was um taunting Chiranosaurus Rex and has sort of shifted Basil in between so it's it's Chai Basil and then the fiend so Basil's in between Chai and the Fiend, and then Thaddeus has teleported in behind the Fiend, which is uh, not a good thing to happen to a Fiend. It is, it's, some would say, suboptimal. Um, I would say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have my full round of attacks. Oh. Because uh-huh. I used my movement and my bonus action. Now, the ultimate question is do we consider Basil enough of a threat for this to be flanking? I mean, he's still a combat participant, so yes. So I do get advantage on the attack. Mm-hmm. 
Yay! Murder time! Woo! Sorry, I forgot that it makes the ping sound when I roll on the table. <laughs> but the natural 20 makes up for it. Oh, and your Ooh. sword! Ooh! Yeah! <laughs> I rolled an 8 on one die and a 20 on the other. And then your sword does some cool shit. And with one second level spell slot left, so does the smite. Oh! <laughs> Fuck. Uh, this would be... Hold on, I, got, I need to just borrow this to mark off some spell slots. Yep. Because I left my pencil downstairs when I put up the mirror. Okay, so that's... Um, so yeah, Divine Smite. The extra damage is 2d8 for a first level spell slot, plus 1 for each spell level higher than first. So 3d8, but I get an extra d8 because it's a fiend. So it's 4d8. Oh, gosh. So 4 times 8 is 32, plus 12 is 44... Plus six is 50, and now I roll. Jesus. Nine, so 21, so 71 points of damage. Oh, wow. And the 20 activates the sword. Okay. Um, yeah, so roll, roll the d20 twice, and then I'll let you know what the options are. <laughs> a 1 and a 15. Okay, so the 1 is casting Thunder Wave. Mm-hmm. And the 15 is... Uh, let's see. Uh, the sword casts Lightning Lure at 5th level. What's Lightning Lure? That's the spell I don't know. Lightning Lure. It's not in the PHB. Yeah, which one is that in? Uh, it's either in Xanathar's or... Well, I'll double-check. It might be in... Or uh, Lightning Lure. Okay. So, you create a lash of lightning energy that strikes at one creature of your choice that you can see within 15 feet. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line towards you and then take 1d8 lightning damage if it is within 5 feet. Um, the spell's damage uh, at 5th level is 2d8. Okay. Um, I will choose that one. Instead of the pull, can I have it force a break of the grapple on Basil? Because I'm standing five mm. feet from him, right? There's no pull to happen. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess if he fails the strength saving throw, then that I think that to me would indicate that he's lost his grip. Okay, cool. It's a 13 for my spell save DC, so it's not going to be yeah. anything too, too special. Uh-oh. I'm just going to roll the lightning damage. He actually does fail, but he's going to burn another legendary resistance to succeed. Nice. Nine more points of lightning damage. What was the total? Uh, 80. Even, because it was 71, and then I rolled the 9 on the lightning one. Was that just your first attack? Yes, that was my first attack. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so that's a that's a devastating blow. And yeah, as you've got another one. <laughs> well, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hold up a minute. <laughs> as, as your sword cleaves into this, this fiend... It's, it's like meet some resistance, and he lets go of Basil, sort of, 
turns around and this sort of like shadowy aspect to him is getting like more and more faint. But as he's like losing his form here, uh, he turns, he turns and his eyes begin to glow with fire. And he looks at Thaddeus, he's like, one day I will come back and send you to the hell that I'm about to go back to. This is not over. And everybody within 15 feet is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, who's, who's in 15 feet? I think that's it's Thaddeus that's Basil Cere- and maybe Serial? Uh, yeah, Serial. Uh, I'm too far, yeah. As long as they're both still within 10 feet oh, of me, they get plus two plus to two. their roll as well. Because I have my little protectory business. Okay. So let's roll for Deck saving throw, you say? Yep. Oh, no. How's that armor? It's not the armor. The armor's fine. Well, that was heavy armor. Like, heavy armor that... doesn't cause oh, it's just it's stealth. stealth. Got it. Yeah, I just have a negative one to dex. Yep, I keep forgetting which one is the shit factor. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a natural one? It sure was. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. Um, how does Basil do? Basil fails. Even with the plus two? Even with the plus two, he rolled a six, and Serial rolled a one. Fuck! <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about him continuing to hurt people. For now, I guess? I'd, yeah, but I mean, like, step one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the form of, of the fiend bursts into, like, this sulfurous, burning smoke that burns the skin and invades the lungs and does 20 points of fire damage to each of Thaddeus, Basil, and Serial. And that will uh, that will take Basil to zero. How is Thaddeus Fuck. doing? I'm still up. Okay. <laughs> In that case, yes, the form of the fiend is gone. His His threat was the last thing you heard before a fiery um, ex- uh, explosion and the sound of coughing and, and, and Basil hitting the floor. You still have the rest of your turn. There is one henchman remaining uh, who now has no one that they're serving. I have a attack left. I don't have anything else I can do, which is the shitty part. No movement? No, I used it all to get there. Oh, okay. Uh, if I had my bonus action, I'd be good, but I just have my one attack, so maybe I could just javelin the friggin' <laughs> a little... Try little. it, might as well. Just need to see how far he is. 40 feet. Ooh. Javelin 30, 60, isn't it? It's 30, 120, so oh, I will have disadvantage, but... Javelin. <laughs> I mean, that's still a 22. Okay. <laughs> So, that is a, uh, yeah, that's a hit. 12 damage, which is max, so... Mm-hmm. Plus your whatever? That, that was, is plus your... Yeah, it's 6 plus 6. So yeah, 12, 12 damage, just be like, to hell, with, to hell with this, and then I just throw the javelin at the other guy. It hurts, it doesn't kill him though, and now we are back up to Chai. So Chai is in T-Rex form and has... Oh, shoot. I forgot that there's still one more opponent. Um, 
Yeah, the, they busted in through the wall, right? Yes. You know what? We will we will slot them in. Well, Chai is the top of the round, so just roll initiative and see where he falls. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's Ferdin and the rider thing. No, there's two. Okay, uh, so we'll do Chai, thing. and we'll the uh, this other fiend will take the place of um, the fiend. Ooh, this this with, fiend. Uh, this fiend is our fiend. Um, so at the end, after throwing the javelin, Thaddeus is actually going to turn to uh, Chai and be like, "Go get that son of a bitch! I can look after this guy." Like, Thaddeus is very, very happy with himself for just taking care of the with, devil dude and is like, I can look after Basil. With Chai's tiny T-Rex arms and hands. Gives a tiny thumb up, thumbs up. Ooh. Tiny thumbs up. Get your anger out. Yes, so this, this other devil is approximately... What is this going to be? 30 feet? 40, 25 feet 25 feet away from you. stompy-chompy distance. That's stompy-chompy distance. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stompy-chompy my way over. <laughs> well, first you give the stompy. Yeah, first then... I give the, the stompies, then I give the chompies. <laughs> uh, so I will be up in his business. Would you say this creature is a... I will, I will also make sure to not step on Gutterbird. Um, is, would you say this creature is of a medium size? This creature is considered large. Oh, ooh, bigger than... Mm, that is a slight inconvenience. But I will uh, do a multi-attack on him. Because I can. Uh, 22. 22 does hit. Uh, 33 points of piercing damage. And then on the tail attack, 15. 15 is a narrow miss. It is uh, Basil's turn. He will roll a death saving throw. That's already two death saving throws rolled for him, by the way. And uh, he rolled a one. No, no, no. No, he rolls as soon as he goes down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He had same rules as us. I didn't. Yep. We just don't know whether they're successes or failures. Correct. I am being withholding. Gets off on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this devil will reply to your tail attack with a tail attack of its own. Whipshaw! Uh, rolls a 19 to hit. It does hit. It's going to be 8 points of piercing damage. And okay. can you give me a constitution saving throw? Yes. Is that for my spell or? Uh, no, it's for um, an infernal wound. Uh, sorry, how many points of damage did you say? 8. Ooh, probably not great. 15? So at the start of each of your turns, hang on a sec, let me read this in full. Oh, God. Blast these infernal wounds. Yes, so you have to take an action to stanch the wound, or you take uh, 10 points of damage at the start of each of your turns. I don't know how a T-Rex stanches a wound. Yeah, I was also going to say, if I change shape, would it just stay with the T-Rex form? (laughs) No, I'm not going to let that slide. (laughs) It is an infernal wound. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll we'll see we'll see how long this thing is around for because it's already been beaten up by the prince and his um, followers. So I'm sorry, I have to take an action to stanch the wound with my yep. tiny little T Rex arms with a gauze pad, or I get ten points of damage at the start of your next turn. Yeah. Okay. So he still has two uh, more attacks that he's going to make with his 
the hell fork. Doesn't uh, matter. I'm not a T-Rex anymore. Oh, but, no, no, not? no. Uh, half. It was ten. It's it's half the damage, which would have been four, or ten, whichever's higher. Yep. So I'm not a T-Rex anymore. You rolled less than. I rolled a two plus four because I have oh, the con of a T-Rex. So. You keep your con. Not in polymorph. In poly- I get their stats. In polymorph, I thought for like a concentration check, I thought it was your con. If it's my con, then. It's worse. It's worse. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm not a T-Rex anymore. Fair enough. Okay, so you you revert back. Is it on the higher level though? Like, would it be able to? Like, would I spontaneously shrink down and not <laughs> out of range? Out of range? <laughs> yeah. Like I was 25 feet tall and it's on a landing. Well, I mean, it does have movement in its turn, so I'll just move it at you, and his reach right. is 10 feet with his health fork. Yeah. So he rolled a 20 and a 23. To hit, yeah, those would those would do it. Um, twenty five points of piercing damage as he jabs you twice. Is it twenty five? Mm hmm. Okay, so I'm ten points negative. Ooh, are you gonna keep attacking me? Uh, that's that's it. That's his. That's oh, that was his, both of them. Yeah. Cool. So death save for me. Yep. Great. It'll be fine. None of my dice are doing well today. Okay. Uh, it's just the roll. Just the straight roll? I thought it was... Co- uh, yeah. anyway, uh, 19. Ooh, very nice. Oh, sure. Okay. I should have kept the suspense going and not told anybody. <laughs> Gutterbird. When somebody is in the uh, death-saving realm, um, I'm just, I just want to know the... Um, sort of the extent of healing that's sort of more of a uh, like healing spells are just to re um sort of re-up hit points but if you're in zero you have to bring yourself back and then you're healed and then people can heal you from there right so if you case? if you use like a healing ability uh like a healing spell or a healing potion you're at zero and then as soon as that's applied you are automatically back conscious again and you're you're back in the fight so i could use a healing spell on basil or chai yeah they're both they're both unconscious right now they're both oh well okay in that case uh, yeah you do you do have your new patron ability healing light yes so um in that case i would like to um cast uh cast my healing light upon chai and it says here, so I have a pool of D6s that I spend to fuel this healing. The number of dice in the pool equals one plus my warlock level. So that means I am, that's an eight, correct? Are you guys level seven or level eight? Oh, no, it's a level we're, eight. It'll be a nine. We're level eight. We're level so, eight, so that'll be a nine. Yeah, one plus his warlock level is nine. So it's... Huge. Oh, okay, so it says... You, you use a bonus action to heal one creature that you can see within 60 feet, so you don't have to actually go up and touch her. You don't have to be that close. The maximum number of dice you can spend at once equals your charisma modifier. So I'm guessing that's, what, four or five? Uh, uh, five, yeah. Okay. So you can roll as up to and as many as five d6s at once, and she gets that amount right back. Okay, and then so that means, and then my pool regains all expended dice when I finish a long rest. Okay, cool. So what I might do, um, so I can do nine. So I think I'd like to roll 
four for Chai. Okay. All right. So I've got five. Three. Another five. Thirteen. And a six. So 19. Ooh, nice. All right. So Chai regains consciousness. And then, so that's if I have hang a, on. That, that's kind of a cool moment, like Gutterbird, like using his new powers for the first time. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sick. Yeah. And then, so as a, do I do I get a bonus action? That was your bonus action. Now you have oh, like that your was main my bonus action. action. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was using it my my healing light as a because there's two here. There's one of the um, first level you gain the ability of a pool of d sixes, and then. Oh, so those aren't two different things. Those are just... It, it just always counts as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, and then in that case, uh, we've got... Um, our, winged, our winged friend still winging around? Yes. Okay, let me figure something out here. Put some stank on him. Oh, I have an idea for some stank. Give me one little... Give me one little sec. I just gonna, I'm going to research... So research. I'm gonna Google... Google stank. stank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've made a huge tiny mistake. I made oh god. Oh, <laughs> why was I using Bing for this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when we're talking range, do we only consider sort of um do we consider a horizontal space for range or do we consider vertical space as well? My question being, how high is our winged winger at the moment? Um well he's not he's not flying. Oh he's not. He's just maybe a little bit on an elevated uh, space than you, but even then, he's not that far. Oh, what a dummy! He's got wings. Why is he not flying? <laughs> I'd say I'd say like ten or fifteen feet. Well, he would have had to have moved closer to Chai to hit her, so he's he's yeah within ten feet of you. Yeah. So what I would like to do is cast Grasping Vine, and uh, so a Vine that spreads from the ground in an unoccupied space of my choice. Um. So when I cast a spell, I can direct the vine to lash out at a creature within 30 feet. Um, the creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be pulled 20 feet directly toward the vine. Presumably being held. And then I can direct it to lash out until the spell ends. Okay, so you, I think you can choose the source, like the originating area of the vine, and have it pull this thing like in that direction. So where, where do you want it to go? Yeah, I'd like him to, I'd like to pull him... Sort of closer to closer, and and then also kind of re um, closer to me, and then use the vine to sort of restrain it. Yeah, you, you could you could have him get pulled towards Thaddeus. <laughs> that is kind of that that distance that range is a bit too far, I think. But but towards yeah, you get him, so get put, him, put him in range a bit. Maybe at the base of the stairs near. Well, maybe not too near Basil. We don't want him to get any. Yeah, let's pull him, pull him kind of in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I gotta see if he can uh, succeed on a deck saving throw. Uh, he doesn't. I got a total of seven. So he gets pulled. Yeah, you pull and that then, demon. So if he's so if he's grappled, does that so that means until he... So is there a save every turn? And then for him to try and break out of it? Like, I'm trying to figure... When, when can I start lashing out? Irrationally, I think this this actually doesn't um, it doesn't restrain them. It just moves them. Oh, all right. So you get to. I mean, you can just keep doing it now that you're concentrating on this spell. You can you can 
spam that move on each of your turns as a bonus action. Or just slap them around constantly. Yep. The last remaining Maragon will um, shoot at... Um, who is he going to shoot at? There's a lot of, lot of targets. Target-rich environment. Mm-hmm. Gutterbird. Uh, and rolls a 17, which will just <laughs> hit Gutterbird's armor class. I thought Gutterbird had, like, a stupid armor class of, like, 18 or 20. It's 20. Yeah, 17 on the die, then plus... Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, Jesus! <laughs> um, eight points of piercing damage to Gutterbird. Um, and then we are back to Thaddeus. Thaddeus is going to uh, kind of just... He's brushing soot off of himself, essentially, as he's walking forward. He's just like, ah... Finally, that son of a bitch is gone. Now we can look after everything else we need. Ugh. Basil, don't get all wilty on me. And that's uh, my bonus action healing word. So Basil's going to uh, go up four plus uh, d4 plus two, taking him away from the dying. Lovely. Uh, that's a total of six. He gets max heal. And Thaddeus is going to walk up and just kind of... It's like he's not even paying attention to the uh, to the guy with the crossbow anymore. He just doesn't care about him. He's just like, this, uh, this big guy. He's got a fork. I want that fork for pancakes. And uh, Thaddeus is just going to come at him with a... Uh, and we'll go with the Great Weapon Master on this swing. Uh, 17 minus 5 is 12, plus 10 is 22. Ooh, that'll do it. So they're hitting lots of 22s. And we're going to use a first level Divine Smite, which is 3d8 against a Fiend. There we go. Um, so we've got 7 from the sword. Plus 6 is 13. Plus 10 for Great Weapon Master is 23. Plus the 7 here is 30. 38. 44 points of magical slashing and radiant damage. 44. Oh my god. Thaddeus is just slaying fiends left and right. This horned devil is no more. Cut down in a spray of blood and lightning as the sword comes slashing through and he just kind of fades into almost like that ash on the wind that you see in some uh, some mediums for representation of fiends disappearing. That is just going to kind of be like, yeah, stick to what works. And he pulls out another javelin, pulls a javelin off his back, turns and hucks it at the uh, guy for his second attack. 20. 20 does hit. That's, that move is giving off some real, um, like, Indiana Jones shooting the guy, swinging his sword around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten points of piercing damage. This fiendish soldier is looking wounded. Looking, <laughs> you're looking more like a porcupine than anything. <laughs> Got two, two javelins sticking out of him. <laughs> and the prince, eager to demonstrate that he still has some fight left in him, will rush this uh, Maragon and successfully cuts him down, which is the last opponent in this crumbling fey fortress. And after two and a half very intense sessions, 
this combat is over. Oh my god. Uh, Thaddeus is just gonna kind of look around, see who's the most hurt, uh, and he's going to use his 20 points of lay on hands on, uh, distributed amongst a couple people who are pretty badly injured. We know Basil's pretty low. How's Serial looking? Uh, Serial's pretty bruised as well. Um, she obviously, you know, she got beat up by another group before uh, this fight started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thaddeus is gonna put six into Serial and seven into each of, uh, um, Basil and... Chai, and he's going to make a point of like start with Serial, go to Basil, walk past the prince and go heal <laughs> Chai and then uh, turn, look at him and be like you got some explaining to do and you got a, somebody to do it too and he's going to walk up back behind Chai and just kind of sit down cleaning his sword <laughs> Yeah, so now we can enter, obviously this has been um, you had the fight against Serial you had a short rest and then you went directly into this combat, and now we will go into a long rest. But first, you can do, like, obviously, Gutterbird still has the the healing dice pool that he has. He can use those because he'll regain all of them anyways. So you can, you can use those, no problem. Great, yeah, let's spread those around. But now is an interesting time to discuss, uh, I guess, to resolve the tensions between... Basil and Chai and the Prince. Because to recap, Basil only got into this situation here because of the Prince's meddling. Oh yeah, and there was that whole coup thing which was done under false pretenses. I shouldn't say false pretenses, but like there was there was some lying involved. Ulterior motive. Yeah, 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 thank you. I'm still bleeding in the corner, so I think Basil and Fair didn't need to chat. <laughs> Cause say I healed you. Yeah, so... Duh, like, where... What does Basil do? He will look at the prince and say, There's much yet that you must do to make up for the damage that you've done. Truthfully, I don't know if it's for good or ill that you've survived. Just hear from the back, Oh! I mean, like, I assume he's not talking to me on that line. No, he, he was saying it to the prince. And the prince, you know, if you'll recall before this whole interchange started, was uh, very uh, distraught and despondent that, you know, his he wanted to kill Serial. And this whole plan has, you know, all of his scheming has blown up in his face to a fantastic degree. So mm-hmm. he he is he is thoroughly humiliated and and desperate at this point to salvage something resembling dignity. Basil, if you want, I can give him a little bit of dignity if he picks up his sword. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm just wondering. Like. Hmm. Yes. Would the prince like to die in battle against the miscreants who <laughs> sacked the? Uh, the queen's chambers. I think you know what. Part, you, you you say that. Part of him looks like he wants to take you up on that offer, but he just watched you one shot uh, like two devils. Two devils. <laughs> obviously, obviously, you know they they 
there was damage done to them beforehand, but like you just walked up and just like with one swing to each of them, dispatched them quite effectively. So he's, you know, rash, but not stupid. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's like I think we'd all disagree <laughs> with that at this point. Um, I think from like Chai's perspective, like she said her piece before this whole thing started, I think she's gonna, she's, she's just gonna wait for like Ferdin basically. Well, Ferdin hasn't. He was sorry. Ferdin hasn't shown up quite yet. On Snapdragon, yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't arrived. Oh, sorry. I don't know the prince's name. I just know him as the prince. (laughs) Thane. I didn't write it down. Thane. The uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing their names. The prince hasn't like done anything differently than he said he was going to originally, which was like fight a great evil. So, I like I think from Chai's perspective, she's just been like. Okay, that's like step point two of like the forty that are needed to recover. So I think she's just like, I'll let you live. Like it's kind of like the stance was like, all right, it's not great, but you didn't make it immediately worse. Oh, by the way, am I still taking ten points of damage per? No, turn? no, no, no. I assume that you. <laughs> I assume that you address that once you got. Made con- actually, the spell says I don't know if any, I can. any magical. Uh, sorry, the, the 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 monster manual says any magical healing immediately stanches the Got wound. It. So you're good. You're okay. good. Um, right. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna twist things about here because Basil has the you know the calm, cool headedness of a man of years. Uh, Serial maybe still feeling the after effects of being possessed by an evil rage diamond. Um, is is <laughs> a rage diamond? Is saying like, like going up b- behind um, Thaddeus and Chai, and saying it so that the prince can hear. It's like you can't let him go. He will go back to the court and spin a tale. People must answer for their misdeeds, and Basil will say he may still be a useful soldier in the fight yet to come. What's uh, Gutterbird's take on on this, or does he really have much of an opinion? I think I'm just. I feel like I'd be looking down at my glowing hands. Or be, yeah, uh, like, you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like shit happened. <laughs> and that's the, that's the point memories. where we all just kind of turn and go, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I got little... memories. I got power. Well, I had power. So I have healing powers, light powers, as opposed to my previous dark powers. I was going to say, is I'm assuming Grease Trap is no longer with us. Correct. Grease Trap is uh, released from his service and also back in hell. Dipped. <laughs> yeah. And also dipped. <laughs> yeah. I miss him. <laughs> he killed your wife. <laughs> and you? <laughs> the, after you killed your wife is my favorite. <laughs> Sorry, I just heard Sarah McLaughlin's in the arms of the angel there for a moment. I laughed really hard. Oh my god. <laughs> I think, uh, Kevin, I think we can do this after. This is not important right now, but I think you have to replace your invocation that had the fine familiar stuff. Because ah. you no longer have a familiar. Just thought that somebody would have laughed at my sweet joke about the, the arms. Yeah. <laughs> the fallen like, angels. Just, yeah, just, just picturing like one of those terrible like American North American representations of angels, like 
Carrie just cradling a little grease trap. <laughs> Aw. Aw, he's trying though. to claw my eyes out. Yeah. He had him set on evil. <laughs> and then as they're like flying, it looks like they're, they're gaining height, gaining height, and then there's just like a flaming pit, and the angel just like, eh, just drops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And the angel goes, peace. Be with you. <laughs> peace be with you. And also with you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, okay, so Chai is getting some conflicting messages from Cyril and Basil. How does she want to approach this? So Basil says, with like, a, he may be... a pensive be, facial expression. Yeah. He, he may be a useful fighter, because you still have a fight ahead of you. But what happens like- then? Cyril says, even if he, even if he swears absolute loyalty you can't believe a word that he says i think chai will slowly get up (laughs) serial says uh he is his mother's son i think chai will just kind of like stroll up in between like kind of where they were standing like prince at the entrance kind of and then them on the main area i'll kind of stand between them as like yes he is his mother's son who also saw flaws, faults with that system. Don't get me wrong. And I'll look at him for this. I don't know if we can trust him yet. But, Cyril, as you're the one who has seen the most of what's coming, I feel like we need all the chances we can get at victory. And perhaps that'll provide us an opportunity for a few circumstances. One, he proves his trustworthiness he proves that he's trustworthy or he proves he can't be trusted and I'll look back at him and I was like but his actions will hopefully match his words for now he's with us in this fight and I'll look back at him and it's like and then after let's hope we get to that part okay I'm just trying to think what he would uh, if he would have anything to add to this uh, I mean, Syria would say, you would do well to mind him at all times. I think I'll just like slowly nod in her direction, like in agreement. For now, we should all recuperate. And I invite all of those who are trustworthy to take shelter in my keep. And at that, um, the prince will sort of go back out the way that he crashed through the wall, through the breach to sort of camp outside the walls and that can't be a long rest for everyone and at this time at this time it's now coming to the point of how are you going to approach the what may be the last remaining foes that you have with a pancake breakfast (laughs) (sighs) I don't even know where to look man I know. Where am I going to find eggs in this place? I know. So I will just to, just to remind you that you have um, the arcane acolytes and the character there who I can't remember their name off the top of my head. I don't think the quiet ones are a problem. They're their own little thing. They're the Illuminati in the background. We can deal with them after. Well, I think I think Sir was saying that chi- uh, that the quiet are potential uh, resource, yeah, potential sources. Oh, oh, Baravan, the arcane acolytes, 
And Barabon, when you had left Stonegate, Barabon uh, had dug up the remains of an aberration in hopes of being able to understand it better um, and being able to maybe employ some uh, magical effects. Uh, so you could always check in with Barabon when you get back to the material plane uh, to see if perhaps he could help you locate it. I wonder what all his, what shit's popped off on the material plane. I just hope Kyogen's okay. Yeah. Bear hunter. Do you have any orange slices, cereal? Oh and he just walks off to find, like, <laughs> a kitchen. Because, let's face it, he's hungry. <laughs> so opens the fridge, he's like, oh, cola, purple star. All yeah. right, Sonny D. <laughs> Sweet, a Capri Sun, pre-stabbed. <sighs> Mm, no trust. <laughs> Seal's broken. Don't drink it. Wait, no, that's a donut. It's a Caprese Sun. It's <laughs> <laughs> just balsamic vinegar with a hint of mozzarella. I've had a lot of ideas in my life. I feel like that's the best. One. Caprese Sun was the best. <laughs> it's up there on the list. <laughs> what was it? Sir, he was on a basil leaf surfboard. Was that it? remember i think he was just on a regular surfboard but he was surfing in he was surfing oil yeah (laughs) oh god Uh, and wearing a chef's hat i believe yeah (laughs) yeah and another i guess another thing to ask is like the the court the fey court is in utter turmoil uh it basically no longer is functional so is that something that chai is going to address before doing anything else or is that like you know, back burner and dealing with the Grey Eladrin's plan is priority one. I feel like that seems like a later problem. How very CIA of you, dear. <laughs> How, well, more so, I was like, where's that clock at? <laughs> the clock is um, more filled than not. Yeah, exactly. So that sounds like a later problem. I just... Just saying, topple a government, overthrow a regime, bounce out of there. Very CIA. Okay, so it sounds like Chai has chosen to, at this time, let the prince tag along if he chooses. What if, hang on, what if he chooses not to? Just hypothetically. I think I'd ask him what his plan was. Okay. Do you, do you want... If he wants, if he wants to leave, like if, if that's a discussion he wants to have... Then I then I would need a lot more information from him. I guess yeah. Do, did you want to have like an interaction between Chai and him? Uh, I think perhaps in the morning, like after resting. Yeah. Find his spot outside. Find his sleeping rock. Yeah. Uh, assuming he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's um. So in the morning. So everybody has long rest, regains your, <clears throat> you know, half of your spent hit die and your spell slots and hit points and such. So then maybe I will, you know what, because uh, we're both Eladrin, I'll go out like four, like, because we only sleep four hours. So oh, maybe yeah. in the middle of the night, I'll go out while they, everyone, well, Serial, I'm sure, and Basil will be up, but well, I'll go out midnight, I guess. Okay. Um, and you can see that he's um, he has made some crude uh, shallow graves for the bodies of his companions who did not survive the fight against the Horned Devil. 
Were they... They were all summer court Aladrin? They were his... Past? They were his peeps. One, were the, one okay. of them was Jaffis. Okay. Is, is that the pancake guy? He was the guard. Flapjack is the guy who makes the pancakes. Pan. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's the guy who showed you. <laughs> so I think I'll... I'll, I'll go over to the graves and I will like druidcraft um, like foliage from each of their seasons on like on their graves and I'll probably, especially on Jaffa's I'll be like, cause like I grew up in the palace with him so I'll just kind of like linger a little longer and maybe add a couple more flowers on that one and Thane will say I've been thinking about what Basil and Serial have each said trying to determine which one of them I agree with I haven't really been able to figure it out yet Do you believe your mother was right in her actions? He says I don't know if I'm one to judge others having gone down this path it's become so twisted I can't see the way back I want to blame those hags for everything but truth be told I think they really only found what was already there in us the worst parts and brought them out when I think about that I think that perhaps Serial is right that there's no is, is there any amount of good deeds that would wash away the destruction caused by all of the things that I've done I don't know if there's an answer to that or if I'm the one to give it, considering I basically committed high treason to get where I'm at right now, so maybe I'm not the best answer there. But I do know that the way that the courts were functioning, regardless of how it happened or how it came to be, was not just. I don't believe that Serial's banishment or what's happened to her here since is right either. I don't know what the correct direction of the fake courts will be after this. I don't uh, I don't know if anyone does. But what I know right now is that if we don't continue on the path of battling this great evil, there there will potentially be no court to save. There will be no Feywild. And they'll look I'll kind of gesture back inside and there'll be none of this. There'll be no more hope there'll be no more friendship there'll be no more chance and I'll like she's kind of kind of like picture and grin a little bit she'll think of Thaddeus and Gutterbird and be like there's no chance to redeem yourself no chance to change again I'm a very different person than the person who left this place I don't even remember how long ago everything I have seen since leaving has given me hope it's given me perspective that maybe we are not the ones to judge who and cannot have magic perhaps we were the ones that created this craving for it I don't know I'm still figuring it out but I just I can't let everything go and this evil that is coming will be the end of everything that we know so I'll believe in that for now and I'll figure out the rest later you do need to decide whether you're coming with us or going back. He kind of chuckles for a moment 
and says, you know, your, your time among the humans has given you a very unique perspective, certainly made you better. And he looks off into the distance and he says, I don't think I could ever go back. It's kind of funny when you think about it. I wanted glory to come from a real battle. And now I have the battle in front of me, but only shame and no glory. I think maybe that is the fate's way of giving me a punishment that I deserve. I'll go with you. And fate will decide if I shall live through it. I think Chai will just kind of probably put like like a hand on his arm or something like and like squeeze and then not say anything and just walk back in. As you're walking away, he says, the necklace. She'll start laughing, yes. It is meant to protect you. So I want you to keep it on, but I want you to choose to keep it on knowing the truth because it hardly seems to matter now that it, that's not all that it did. I wanted you to see only the best in me. And so that's what it did. And it sort of had that same effect on those that were with you. They saw only, only the good parts, or maybe they saw those more prevalently. I thought it would be better than seeing me with all my shortcomings. Well, it hardly matters now. I, you see me for who I am. It will still protect you. That was real. Actually, now that I think about it, the magical effect we've never actually kicked in when we're in combat, have we? <laughs> no. <laughs> we keep forgetting about it. But that's okay. <laughs> we'll sa- we'll save it for when it, for for the, uh, the the final showdown. You're assuming I'll go down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll. I think I'll just kind of like, I'll I'll look it down at the ground and I'll kind of nod my head and be like. Thank you. And next time on Knights and Nerds, this party's about to go beholder hunting. Finally, we can go back to the material plane and get some sweat and shawarma.